0: Football today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootballcbsi.com. Here we go!
1: It's time to dominate your fantasy league.
2: Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Big week for us here on the Fantasy Football Today podcast. First of two shows. Friday's going to be our second show. Why is it big? we got a mock draft coming up on Thursday. We haven't done a mock draft in a long time. We'll break it down on Friday. For now, though, we're talking about quarterbacks, year two and three quarterbacks. So Trubisky and Mayfield and Darnold and Mahomes and Watson, etc. And we welcome you to Fantasy Football today. I'm Adam Azer with Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Who who won out of us? Who won our bracket? Anybody check? I'm going to check right now. Not me. Not, I'm going to
3: guess not me, but I don't know. How many
1: Final Four teams
3: did you have? I don't even know. I never
2: checked. It I before. had one. <laughs> I didn't check it either. <laughs> I had one. It was Texas Tech. I think I had zero. Let's see. We'll find out who won. I'm going to guess Dave won. I'm going to guess I finished maybe
3: in last of the entire contest.
1: <laughs> I spent weeks and weeks watching college basketball trying to know exactly what I was doing for this bracket, and I got one stinking Final Four team
2: right. Did you learn a lesson, Dave? To not even bother trying? Yes. Congratulations to Graham Lowry. Graham won our pool. Uh, Adam Azer. Can't, well, okay, I'll tell you in a moment. Anyway, you um, years two and three quarterbacks. We're excited about it. Very fun group of of players. Uh, obviously headlined by the number one quarterback in fantasy, Patrick Mahomes, going into his third year. Really only his second year as a starter. And why don't we kick it off with one quarterback, year two or three, who will be better in 2019. I'm going to let Heath start. That's very
3: nice of you. I'm going to say
2: that Deshaun Watson, who was very
3: good last year, is going to be even better in 2019. In fact, in a four point per pass touchdown league, I think he may just be the best quarterback in 2019. Uh, I. I would really love it if he could get through a season with Fuller and Hopkins and Kiki QT all healthy. It probably won't happen, but I expect two of those threes to be there for him. And the offensive line just can't be as bad as it was last year because nobody gets sacked 62 times a year.
0: Where's the offensive line help coming from, though?
3: They're, they just they can't be any worse. They're going to be better. They're going to draft somebody.
0: They need to draft, they, they need to draft five new guys. Right. They need to draft <laughs> five somebody. I mean, look, he's 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 a great quarterback. It's not a uh um, difference of opinion. I agree with you. He's gonna have a, a fantastic season, but that line is just awful. My God. Do you know the biggest addition they made
1: to their offensive line? Do you know who it is?
0: Uh Khalil, right? Matt Khalil.
1: Yeah. You can ask Panthers fans how they feel about that one. Well, well they feel great a, about it because they got rid of
3: it. I know. You couldn't <laughs> be boy. a bad tight end on or lineman on someone else's team and still be an improvement for the Texans.
1: Well I'm I sure. think <laughs> they need they need a lot of work there, but their schedule uh, the one thing that I pointed out about it when when I looked at Sean Watson was that the schedule for Houston is really nice. A lot of high scoring games ahead for them.
0: And which two of the three receivers do you expect to be healthy? That's the key one.
3: <laughs> um, I if I had to bet on the two that were going to play the most game, well, Hopkins
0: and G Yeah.
2: Hopkins was fifth last year in both four point and six point per passing touchdown leagues. Watson. Yes. Yeah, thank you walk uh Watkins Watson was uh was <laughs> <fit. Walk-a-walk-a. laughs> Um he is extremely efficient. Eight point three and eight point two yards per attempt in two seasons, which is important because he doesn't throw that much. He threw the fifteenth most pass attempts in the NFL, and that was while playing sixteen games. We know what he gets it done as a rusher, though. Third most rush attempts, third most rushing yards, and also five rushing touchdowns. And I do think Heath, I do think there's a Big stati- statistical difference with him, um, for him, with and without Will Fuller. So, you know, that's – I don't have the exact stats, but I do know that in his last 11 games, Deshaun Watson only averaged 231 passing yards per game. Uh, in his first five games, in three of those five, he threw for 375 or more passing yards. In one of them, he was really bad, and he didn't have Will Fuller. Suffice to say, Will Fuller makes a big difference. So a do healthy you think, Fuller would help. Do you him. think
0: – I think you're going to probably see a top four – Quarterbacks drafted of Mahomes, Rogers, Luck, and Watson. Do you think anybody cracks those top four in terms of being drafted? Forget about how they finish, but just drafted.
2: Mahomes, Rogers, Luck, Watson. Who, who would be who would be the closest?
0: Well, I mean, I know, I, know I, have, I like I have Baker fifth. I don't think Baker's getting drafted ahead of those guys. But is, is there anybody that can?
1: I, I bet have, there's going to be leagues out there where Baker gets drafted before Deshaun Watson. Yep. I think so. It doesn't mean it's right, but sure, you you will see that. You might see Baker get taken ahead of Aaron Rodgers. People are going to be just so excited about Mayfield and his prospects with old Odell out there
0: that they will reach, reach, I mean, reach. I, I could see just based on name recognition, you know, Breeze, Brady, Wilson, you know, just because people fall in love with tried and true and what they what they've experienced. Cam in the past. Newton, Cam, if he's healthy, yeah, that's a good one.
2: Yeah, I, not that I would, but right. We're just picking people. Sure. I'm looking at consensus rankings right now. It's Mahomes, Rogers, Luck, Watson on Fantasy Pros. Number five is Russell Wilson, and he was the number one quarterback in fantasy two seasons ago. But they just they changed their offense so much. So, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to go fourth. Uh, then Drew Brees, then Matt Ryan, then Cam Newton, then Baker Mayfield. And that's a tier of Wilson, Brees, Ryan, Newton, Mayfield. Uh, Jamie, who's gonna be better next year? You're two or three quarterback.
0: I mean, Baker's the obvious one, so we don't need to spend a lot of time on that.
2: He is going to be better. Uh, what did he do last year? Baker Mayfield. Let's get those stats out 3,725 yards, 27 touchdowns, 14 picks. Can run a little bit. And he didn't really do anything against good competition until the last game of the season, but he was a rookie. He had a great year. One of the best years for a rookie quarterback. And um, from weeks four through 17, when he became the starter, he was the number nine quarterback in fantasy. And, Jamie, you said you have him fifth. Dave and Heath, where do you have Baker Mayfield?
1: Fifth. Seventh.
3: And I've been uh, working on these things for the case for and the case against each player. And one thing I saw with Mayfield, like his his pace in those games that he started was basically 4,300 yards and 33 touchdowns. His pace in the last eight games after Hugh Jackson was gone, 4,500 yards and uh, 38 touchdowns. Wow. And he did, and that was without Odo Beckham.
1: Yeah. All right, Dave, who's going to be better? I think Josh Allen will be better. And he finished last season pretty strong. A lot of huge games in there because of his rushing and because of his deep ball passing. Seems to me like the Bills are content to let him be not only their like identity of the offense, but their leading rusher as well because all they did to help their run game this offseason – is add Frank Gore. So LaShawn McCoy and Frank Gore running the ball, That's that sounds great. <laughs> uh, I, I think Josh Allen's going to get a lot of opportunities to throw. They've added a deep ball receiver in John Brown. They've added a reliable short area target in Cole Beasley. And the offensive line there has gotten a little bit better. And I think Josh Allen is just going to fall into some nice production and will be one of several quarterbacks that people will take late hoping to kind of catch lightning in a bottle and get close to what you got not close to what you got with Patrick Mahomes, but value-wise, you wait on a quarterback, you grab two of them, one of them is Josh Allen, and if he pans out, you've got
2: a starter. Josh Allen, 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. And you, it's just so hard. Like, the fact that Baker Mayfield had such a good rookie season is impressive when you look at the rookie season that like Mitchell Trubisky and Jared Goff had. They were terrible. So, you just shouldn't judge guys too much. And obviously, the Bills did something to upgrade at wide receiver. But, Dave, you forgot a big name. What about rugby player Christian Wade, the Bills I'm running back? I'm glad you
1: brought him up because yeah. I asked for a scouting report on him from uh, the official rugby uh, scout of the Fantasy Football Today podcast, Mr. Ross Devonport, who veteran listeners of the podcast will remember for his previews of the London games. <laughs> God, seven, eight years ago. He gave me a scouting report on Christian Wade, 27 years old. Quote, one of the best finishers in the history of English rugby. Very quick feet, known for his quick cuts, good hands, strong for his size. His problem in rugby was his defense and positioning sometimes, but he got better at those. I don't think he's going to play much defense at running <laughs> back for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs>
2: Probably not.
1: Yeah, so so defense that, that,
2: wins. In, it's, uh, a fun, it's
1: a fun name to look at. Maybe in your dynasty leagues he's your last pick.
2: Okay. Uh, so Baker Mayfield's Jamie's pick to get better. Josh Allen for Dave, Deshaun Watson for Heath. If I could stay on Allen, uh, did anybody think about taking Lamar Jackson as the quarterback who will get better? And let's compare Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson and who should go first.
0: I mean, Lamar Jackson's receiving core is just such a disaster. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's so, it's so hard to say that there's, there's, a big room for improvement. Not that getting John Brown and Cole Beasley and Tyler Croft is like the end all be all, but at least with what the two have in front of them, you know, the, the, the biggest receiver that, the, or the, the most prominent receiver that the Ravens have signed this off season, you know, who it is Seth Roberts, Seth Roberts, mm-hmm. not the wrestler.
3: <laughs> That's a wrestler. I, I do feel more confident in Jackson, Replicating or improving on what he did on the ground than Allen because so many of Jackson's runs were actually designed runs, and they brought an offensive coordinator that's done a lot of work with running quarterbacks. Um, so I, I think that he may be better that way, and I did almost pick him from my quarterback that was going to be better. Uh,
1: I, I still like him a little bit more than Allen. Do you think Lamar Jackson can get two touchdowns per week, running or passing? Yes. 100 rush yards per week. And 100 pass yards
0: per week. Well, I mean, 100 rush yards per week is kind of it's hard. crazy. To but but that's yeah. what I'm saying.
1: If he gets two touchdowns and 150 passing yards, but only runs for 20 yards, that's not helping your team I that think, much. I, it's I, still sub 20 fantasy points in our scoring.
3: I think he could get 150, 175 passing yards and rush for 50 to 75 yards a
0: game. That's interesting really, because I mean, last year he had one game over 200 passing yards. So I mean, it's and and it was small sample size, seven regular season games, but. I mean, rushing for 50 for him shouldn't be very difficult. Fine, if they're letting, if they're going to turn him loose in that regard, they also did upgrade their backfield because Mark Ingram was a, an upgrade over what they had a year ago. So, you know, that could be a few less rushing attempts. In the
3: games that he started last year, he had one game with fewer than 67 rushing yards.
0: Yeah, yeah, the two, yeah. the two of them almost mirror each other because with the time that Allen missed and when he eventually became the starter, um, and and with what they did, there, there, there were one and two in terms of rushing yards at the position. Right, and when you look at them,
2: it, it look at their college stats. Josh Allen's best year as a rusher, 523 yards and seven touchdowns. 523 rushing yards, seven touchdowns. That was his best year as a rusher. Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson's worst year as a rusher was 960 yards and 11 touchdowns. He had two seasons with right around 1600 rushing yards in a shorter season in college, but also 260 carries, 232 carries, like a like running back workload. Um, like, amazing. This, this sounds ridiculous,
3: but if Lamar Jackson plays 16 games, I think he's going to run for a thousand yards.
2: Oh, You're he sure? was on pace for 1, in those seven starts, one thousand two hundred
0: and seventy-one.
2: So, but can he crazy. stay healthy if that happens? Right, because I, that's I, the
0: biggest thing. He's 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 a frail guy. Um, you know, John Harbaugh at the uh, owners meeting said, you know, he's been working with a quarterback coach. That's a good thing that he's you know helping to improve as a passer. But again, who is he throwing to? You know, that's where the leap has to come because the rushing, if it stays where it is, will be great.
3: He's throwing to one of the three running backs on the field with him and one of the three tight ends.
0: I mean, they get one the wristbone at this point. You know, yeah. it's just that's the, the kind of offense that they have. They they worked out Eddie Lacy. <laughs> you know, I mean, what, what they needed a guard. <laughs> what is what is going on with with Baltimore now? Now Harbaugh did say, um, you know, he doesn't have. I think we talked about this on another show. They don't have enough picks for uh, to, to go after the mid. Tier receivers that are going to be in the NFL draft, so that kind of lends itself to them not drafting one early. But still, can a rookie come in and and be an impact? Um, I don't know. No. Uh, whenever rookie wide receiver goes to Baltimore, is not
2: going to be drafted in fantasy, my guess. Or maybe late. Uh, all right. So one who will be worse. One who will be worse. Dave. Uh,
1: I don't think Patrick Mahomes is throwing for over five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns.
2: Yeah, in fact, Heath also took Patrick Mahomes.
3: Basically, it was the easy answer. It's hard to find, and I think I think Jamie has a different one, but it's hard to find guys that are year 2 or year 3 cuz basically besides Mayfield, none of the rookies were good.
2: Uh, I think Darnold was was pretty good at the end of the year he was. He wasn't a great fantasy quarterback though. He played well at the end of the year. Like if he, Allen was a good fantasy quarterback. Yeah, and he didn't play well. Right. That's right. kind
1: of the funny thing about Josh Allen. The stats were good. His play was...
2: Like Darnold threw for 2,800
3: yards and 17 touchdowns in 13 games. If he's worse than that, they're they're yeah,
2: yeah, for yeah a quarterback. <laughs> Dad, did you guys hear that crash in the background, by the way? No. 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 Oh, okay, good. I dropped my water bottle, which is a good thing we haven't talked about Pete Prisco yet. But <laughs> everything's good. Um, okay, so Jamie, who... who uh, so, all right, no, but let's stay on Mahomes real quick. He's going to be worse. And Heath, you honestly are are ranking Deshaun Watson ahead of Patrick Mahomes in four point per passing touchdown leagues?
3: I have him currently projected four more points, yes.
2: But are you going to stick? Are you actually going to. I don't do have
3: it? four point per pass touchdown rankings,
2: so I don't know what you're asking. Are you going to rank Deshaun. Who, about a six point. All right, no. Hey, Heath, uh, I, I'm a first time listener, and I need help on draft day. Should I draft Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes at the same draft value? I would not
3: draft him at the same draft value because you can wait two more rounds and just take Watson. Well, who do you think? Who do you like better, Heath? I think Watson's going to score more fantasy points in four point press touchdown leagues this year.
2: I think it's silly to put anybody ahead of, ahead of Patrick Mahomes. I'm but not, If Tyree kills out, then that's a game changer. Obviously, I, of course.
3: I, like I think I think Mahomes is legitimately has a decent chance of losing like almost a touchdown per game. Uh.
2: Well, obviously, we can look at. What happened to Peyton Manning? I've mentioned this before. Peyton Manning, after his 5,477 yard, 55 touchdown season, he went to 4,727, 39 touchdowns. That's exactly one per game, uh, assuming he played 16 games both years, uh, 55 to 39. And he went from the number one quarterback to the number four quarterback behind Luck, Rodgers, and Breeze. Okay, Jamie, who's going to be worse?
0: I don't think he's necessarily going to be worse. I just think he's going to finish a little bit lower. But Trubisky, um, he finished as a, a top fifteen quarterback last year, and I think he'll be closer to twenty.
1: It, he had that six tough. touchdown game that really buoyed his stats. He
0: had the most. He had the highest
1: fantasy point total of any quarterback in a single game this year with fifty five.
2: Ooh, nice! That was against the Buccaneers. It was. They gave up an average of fifty four points per game to quarterbacks. It seemed. Yeah, uh,
1: and he no, had some other huge games, but that's you know he got hurt late in the year, and then once he came back, he only had one really nice game. And there's there's definitely some accuracy concerns.
2: Well, look at this stretch for Trubisky, and all of it is based on this six game stretch, six point per passing touchdown leagues, fifty five points against Tampa Bay. I, I recently heard that was the most by a quarterback all year. Thirty two at Miami, thirty five against New England, twenty five against the Jets, nine at Buffalo and then 41 fantasy points against Detroit. He was unstoppable. His next week was against Minnesota, 16 fantasy points, understandable, tough matchup. Then he got hurt, and like you said, Dave, it wasn't so great. So I don't know what to make of Trubisky because he was as good as anyone. He was running the ball a ton in that six-game stretch, but that's all we have to go off of.
3: I think if this was a baseball podcast and I was pretending like I was Adam Azer, I would (laughs) say— It's really easy. You just look at what he did before he got hurt, before that Week 10 game when he got hurt. He was on pace to throw for 4,000 yards, 34 touchdowns, rush for 560 yards, and five touchdowns. This is an elite quarterback who just got hurt and wasn't quite the same guy after the
1: injury.
2: I don't know if I believe that, though, because the first three weeks weren't very good.
1: There There are some positives with Trubisky coming into the year where I think he's got some upside Mainly getting rid of Jordan Howard, and if the Bears don't make any more additions at running back, they're kind of admitting that they're going to be an offense that'll throw the ball more than they did last year, and that volume will help Trubisky.
2: How do you rank Trubisky with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson?
0: He's in the middle for uh, me, behind Josh Allen. For me, I, I think he's close to Lamar Jackson. I have my head of both.
2: So Heath, you you said you like Jackson more than Allen, right, <laughs> Heath? Um,
3: I. I like Jackson long-term more than Allen. If they don't get another receiver, I'll have Allen ranked higher.
2: Okay. All right, so to recap, Jamie said Mayfield will be better. Trubisky will be worse. Dave said Allen will be better. Mahomes will be worse. Heath said Watson will be better. Mahomes will be worse, going from 2018 to 2019. I'm going to ask you, who has superstar potential that hasn't already done it? And who is a sleeper for 2019? We'll be right back after this quick break on fantasy baseball, oh, no, fantasy football. Today also I'll tell you the standings of the bracket challenge. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster.
0: Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
2: Welcome back, everybody. Okay, here we go. Adam came in 836th out of about 1,500 people. Dave came in 600th. Where to go, Dave? Jamie Yay. came in 261st.
1: Wow. Yeah,
2: Pretty right, great job, Jamie. Jamie. And Heath all the way in the back 51st overall. You picked Virginia to win. Hey, Nice
3: work. First overall, I am the best.
2: Nice job. Nice job not paying attention to
1: basketball. You guys suck.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even realize that he picked the national championship. (laughs) I don't know if you had Let's see who you had in the finals. But you did have uh, Virginia winning it all. It was a a really good game. It was a great game. Yeah. It was a really good NCAA tournament. Oh, not allowed to say that. NCAA tournament.
0: It wasn't a good tournament.
2: You were saying that because of the Gators or what?
0: Um, no, there were not a ton of upsets early
2: on. The, the lat like, once you got to the Elite Eight, though, there were some really awesome
0: games. Yeah, but usually that's when you want the, the best teams in it.
2: I get, I would have really liked to have seen Duke in the Final Four. I mean, that was kind of who everybody wanted to see, I think. A more Zion. I no longer think that R.J. Barrett should go ahead with Zion Williamson, by the way. Just want to throw that out there. Uh you had do you had Virginia over Duke. You had Texas Tech too. And you had Kansas, Homer. Okay, who has superstar <laughs> potential? Obviously, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, Deshaun Watson. I think Baker Mayfield's obvious, right? Yes. Yep. Who else in the year two three quarterbacks can be a superstar? Superstar.
0: To that level?
2: I think you covered
0: it. Yeah. What about Sam Darnold? I mean, I mean Allen and Jackson, just based on their rushing, if, if Allen keeps it up and Jackson can improve as a passer, they can get to be pretty special fantasy quarterbacks. What, but yeah. they, I mean, a lot has to happen. So I think Darn- I? Darnold would be
2: the yeah, most I questionable. Like I think Darnold's
3: up, absolute upside is, like, he is a very good number two quarterback in a two-quarterback league. Like the 13th best quarterback in fantasy, something like that. And that's 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 with a lot of things going right.
1: I think. I and if we apply that same thing to Josh Allen, I think you could put him in the top ten. Like his accuracy goes up, lots of splash plays, lots of rushing touchdowns. Yeah, he'd be. He'd be a hero for
3: fantasy. I think either Allen or Jackson could legitimately be a top five quarterback in four point passing touchdown leagues. Hmm.
2: I mean, if you just, I think Josh Allen showed a lot last year, with. Terrible receivers.
0: Terrible offensive line.
2: Terrible offensive line. And didn't throw a lot. Average just 27.7 pass attempts per game. I don't know. I think there are some people that feel Josh Allen's got a huge ceiling. Yeah, I don't know that he
3: has a huge ceiling this year.
2: No, no. I, it doesn't have to be for 2019. I'm just saying, like, who could be an NFL superstar? I think Allen or Jackson. But not Darnold?
0: I'd put Darnold there. If, if you're talking NFL superstar, yeah. yeah
2: but not an NFL superstar would be a fantasy superstar, right? Uh, I guess. And who's a sleeper for 2019?
3: Mine was Jackson. We've talked about him plenty. And And mine
0: mine was was, Arnold.
2: And mine was Trubisky. (laughs) Okay. If you guys want to expand, go for it. If not, we'll move on.
1: I just think Trubisky's going to have to throw more, and it'll be a lot of short passes. I think Cohen and Mike Davis can do that. Don't see the Bears running it 30 times a game, no matter what the game script is, and that'll help Trubisky. He's got to stay healthy, and he's got to keep running the ball. He was giving you 30 or 40 rush yards per game on top of what he was throwing, and that really helped solidify his floor from week to week. It's The accuracy thing, hopefully, that can improve. Toward the end, in their playoff game against Philadelphia, on that last drive, he was solid.
2: Let's talk about this. Ready? Here we go. Here are the top five quarterbacks in fantasy last year. Mahomes, Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, Andrew Luck, Deshaun Watson. All five of them have a great wide receiver. Four of them have an elite wide receiver, and then you could debate T.Y. Hilton. I think he might, he's probably there.
0: He's a great wide receiver, yes.
2: Yeah, I don't know if he's elite, but he's certainly great. Uh, that's a bit of a problem for Darnold and Allen and obviously Lamar Jackson. Now they'll they'll run the ball more. But you know, something to keep in mind. It, as the rosters are currently constituted, they don't have that elite receiver to get them.
0: Well, if you go if you go a little bit, bit further than that though, just outside the top 5 guys. I mean, Goff doesn't have an elite receiver, but he's got three pretty good ones.
2: Much better than like the How, Jet,
0: without the, without question yeah. better than than those other guys, but uh Breeze does. Does Wilson? No. No. I mean
1: Tyler Lockett put up numbers like that. Sure.
0: Uh Rodgers does. Rivers does. Brady?
2: Uh, n- uh no.
0: No. Cousins does.
2: Right, but, Cam, but we're we're Cams way we're way past superstars at this point.
1: No, I, they're superstars. They're just not guys that performed incredibly well in 2018. I mean, a guy that's not a year, two, or three guy that might make the jump to superstar and
3: does have an elite receiver, maybe two, is Jameis Winston.
2: Yeah, could be. All right. Good stuff. Thank you for this education on year two and three quarterbacks. Send us your emails at at com, and we are going to read a lot of them. Uh, let's do some news and notes. Baltimore signed Seth Roberts. Dallas signed Demarcus Lawrence to a five-year, $105 million deal with $65 million guaranteed. There were some AAF players who were signed. Do any of them matter for fantasy?
1: I don't, I don't think Rashad Ross is going to work his way into the starting lineup for the Panthers.
2: Uh, no, but
0: Charles Johnson with the Eagles interesting.
2: Get your water or whatever out. Pete Prisco is not so sure that Kyler Murray is going to be drafted number one by Arizona. Very good podcast he did with Will Brinson on the Pick 6 podcast. They talked about that. Prisco, I don't think, is projecting that. I think he is projecting Quinn and Williams to go number one.
0: Um, he did that in his latest mock draft, yes.
2: Yeah, sorry, I just had a drink. Uh, Patrick Mahomes jokingly challenged Josh Allen to a throwing contest. I would love to see that. That would be awesome. I
3: think, I think actually, Josh Allen challenged Patrick Mahomes, and Mahomes accepted. Okay.
0: He, he kind of sort of accepted he said that Allen's gonna have to be able to throw the ball 85 yards to beat him. He also said, "Come to Kansas City and we'll do it next year." So he's he's putting the onus on Josh Allen to come to him.
3: Well, yeah, you don't. I mean, Patrick Mahomes isn't going to Buffalo.
0: No, but you figure neutral site in the offseason. <laughs> no, no offense, no, no offense to anybody in Kansas City. No offense to you, but I don't think Kansas City is the most exciting city. No, in the it's just even.
3: that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, so you got to come to him.
1: No, you got to go to Denver see if one of these guys can throw it 100 yards.
2: Well, I thought Deshaun Watson was going to be better than Mahomes. You, you said
0: Wentz though, right Adam?
2: <laughs> best quarterback for what? Best quarterback in the NFL? Uh. Uh-huh. Wentz or Eli? Uh Aaron Rodgers speaking of best quarterback not happy about it was, was it was Bleacher Report, right? Yes. Yeah, it was a pretty scathing article. We can add this to the long list of
3: things that Aaron Rodgers is not happy about.
2: Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the article. But I do like
0: angry Aaron Rodgers. He's he's not holding back now. No, he's pretty pissed.
2: Yeah, that
0: yeah. Uh, good. I hope he has took a little shots bit of at a shot. Michael Finley took shots at Greg Jennings. They've been taking shots at him for a while now, so.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Uh Green Bay re-signed Jake Kumaro. That should be helpful for Aaron Rod. No. Uh Baltimore worked out Eddie Lacy. We talked about that. Dwayne Haskins, Ohio State quarterback, according to recent reports, his stock is dropping.
0: It's gonna be fun to see what these quarterbacks go. Yeah, I'm gonna Because if, if Murray draft. doesn't go one and the Raiders don't take him at four then where's the destination if nobody trades up?
2: I'm not sure that I buy that the Giants like. There was a report that they wouldn't take him because he's too small. I'm not sure I, bu- I buy that.
0: Do you think they would just to appease the fan base? Because that's not a Gettleman type of guy.
2: No, I I don't think they'd do it just to appease the fan base. But if they liked him, I think they'd take him. But I don't know. Just didn't see him. Don't shouldn't be ruled out because he's too short. I guess. Well, well,
3: they've I'm already saying. had their quarterback.
2: Yeah for the next at least three years. Uh, Buffalo signed Christian Wade. We mentioned the rugby player. And the Redskins, according to Peter King, King are the favorite to acquire Josh Rosen.
0: Superstar. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. You know, The fact that Rosen was the first one to report to Cardinals OTAs um, kind of would give you the indication that they told him he's their guy.
3: How terrible would that be? to get drafted by the Cardinals have to play in that offense last year. And then you get traded away right after they bring in Cliff Kingsbury and you've got to go play for Washington with that set of weapons. Woof. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. Again, your emails is fantasy at CBSI.com. We're going to read them. Just got to tell you about one last thing. It is Masters Week, a tradition unlike any other. And CBS Sports is where you can get direct streaming access on your phone or your computer to live coverage all day for each round of the tournament. I also want to mention we have the First Cut podcast. It is trending right now. It is very good. Chip Patterson and Kyle Porter on the First Cut podcast. If you want to subscribe to it, go to cbsportscom slash podcast right now. And actually, it's a great page, redesigned all our shows, but check out the first cut. Anyway, uh, to watch Masters coverage on our website, you've got uh, an option to choose between four different streams. If you want to watch the featured groups of the day, if you want to follow the field as they come through Amen Corner or Holes 15 and 16, or if you just want to see top golfers getting ready for their round on the practice range, you know we've been looking forward to the Masters uh, for uh, so long, since last Green Jacket was awarded, and you don't want to miss a second of the action. The best part is it's entirely free. Don't need to pay for a subscription or have an expensive cable package to watch. So download the CBS Sports app on your phone or visit cbssports.com slash mastersfirstcut. That's CBSports.com slash mastersfirstcut, or you can get the app on your phone. And check out our friend Kyle Porter on CBS Sports HQ all week long. That's our free 24-hour sports news network. He'll be reporting live from Augusta National. Let's see. I want to do a question here, but I don't know what the option should be. If you could choose one sporting event to go to, what would it be? Option A is the Masters. Option B, the Final Four, say the College Basketball National Championship. Option C, the Home Run Derby. What would you choose? College Basketball Championship. Me too. I've already which, been Which
0: day of the Masters are you there? Sunday. Were you there the whole time?
2: Sunday, bloody Sunday.
1: What's so bloody about the Masters?
2: <laughs> it's contact sport. All right, so Dave says national championship. Yeah, I'm not a golfer, though. Wait, okay, let me change it. No, I won't change it yet. I'll hear from Heath and Jamie. Heath would rather, like, he's looking
1: around the room. Um. Like, you just asked him, which skunky beer do you <laughs> want to drink first?
2: I'll, I'll go with uh, the Masters.
0: Yeah, I, I would too. I mean, just really? to to go there once.
2: Do you know which national championship game I was at? Hint: one uh, of the greatest ones ever.
3: I'm gonna guess um, Memphis, Kansas.
2: No, Duke Butler, hmm. Gordon Hayward, half court heave in front of his home crowd in Indy. Yeah, it was that was really incredible. Um, okay, thank you for playing. This is an email from Tim in Baltimore. Hey, off Adam, Jave, Jamie, and/or Heath, or Adam, Jamie, Dave, <laughs> and/or Heath, Deshaun Watkins, Watkins, Watson. I have a I have a terrible on, year up. year one. In my <laughs> I have a terrible year one in my dynasty league. I'm trying to get ahead this spring. Both James Washington and Eli Rogers are free agents in my league, so I swoop them both up. I'm hoping one will become the next breakout Pittsburgh wide receiver. Who do you think it will be, Washington or Rogers?
3: Washington. Washington. A lot more upside with Washington.
2: And this is from an emailer has no name. Dear Kingslayer, Hodor, jo- Joffrey, and who's that? Jaquin? Is that – who's that? Jayquin?
0: That's a man with no face.
2: Uh, that's what I thought.
0: There, are these Star Wars characters? Yeah. Hodor. Oh,
2: no. uh, with all these stacked backfields these days – should we be looking at drafting the entire backfield and starting them? Like, I'd have Zeke as my RB1, and then I'd draft the 49ers guys and make them my RB2 and flex.
0: Which which two of the three 49ers <laughs> guys are you drafting? That's <laughs> the question. I mean, that's a, that's just a bad example, because right now they, they could use all three guys. Um, use the Seahawks as an example. Well, no, I was going to say, like, maybe the Chargers. You're not getting... Elliot and and Gordon, but Gordon and Eckler can give you some value. Yeah, the Seahawks are a good one. Um, You know, if 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 Rashad Penny takes the next step forward, Uh, the Packers guys, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, hate this idea. Hate it. Mister Friendship Strategy hates pairing two players on the same team. Starting them both,
2: that's limiting your upside by starting them both. You are limiting your upside. I I agree totally. totally, totally. Having them on the
1: team is one thing. Oh yeah, fine. You're running out of running. Backs you have to starting, be.
0: But. You have. You have to be in the rare scenario of the Saints guys, where you have two guys that are going to produce. And I'm talking the Saints guys, 2017, when Kamara and, and Ingram were fantastic. That's the scenario where you're you're going to do something like this, or, or the next backfield that has the capability of doing something like this. You can't go into it thinking that unless it's pretty clear cut that two guys have the chance to touch the ball on a consistent enough basis to have the chance to be productive. So, which running, which backfields could it work
2: for? I think New England. Atlanta. Ah, uh, really?
0: I'm not sure about potential it. of it.
1: Yeah, yeah potentially, mm-hmm. but right away, I don't know if I'm ready to
0: do that. I could see come week ten the Cleveland Blackfield.
2: Yeah. What about Kansas City? Could you see a scenario where Williams is, where Hyde and Williams are both involved enough? Scenario, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Thank you for the email. Emailer has no name. Is it season eight this weekend? That's right, buddy. Wow. Yeah. Woo. Yes. Okay. From Derek. Subject. Pass interference change. Isn't this replay change going to stir up different penalty calls slash no calls? I've seen more holding penalties that were not called turned into a 50 yard touchdown and vice versa. But do you think the NFL will make holding reviewable? I'm summarizing this, uh, this email. Uh, Yeah. Do you think there's more to come now that they've made
0: pass interference reviewable? There could be. I I think the biggest thing that's going to happen with this change is a lot of let's replay the down or the penalties nullified because when they go back and look at it, how are you going to say that when two guys are, you know, jostling with each other and the hand fighting, uh, which in a lot of cases has been called defensive pass interference, when it could be called offensive pass interference, and this is how referees are going to get out of penalizing the team when it's close.
2: I'm very nervous about that. Big play, coach yeah. throws a challenge flag, and they get a ticky-tack pass interference call, which probably not the way it's intended to be set up. But, you, you know, like they say replay was designed to just review the really obvious calls, but as we've seen it evolve over time, the the ball last night that— went off the Virginia players' hands and out of bounds, you know? We had to slow it down and look at it in the final two minutes of the game. Whatever. I mean, that was never what it was intended to be. And I worry that th- – I think it's a good thing overall. I just worry that we're going to get some calls that are like, oh, come on, really? You're calling that on review? Yeah. Yeah. Heath, I feel like you haven't talked a lot today. I – okay. Is it because you're turning 40?
3: Um, no, it doesn't have anything to do with that. I am already, uh, halfway gone cause I won't be here Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. <laughs> uh, I'm taking a little trip for my birthday, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm not upset about that at all. I thought I'd talked quite a bit actually. Sometimes I feel like I'm talking too much. Where
2: are you going? Uh, Tampa. Why?
3: Going to, uh, they have very, very good, uh, craft beer scene there. <laughs> Planning on hitting up about 10 breweries in three days. I'm um, gonna go to a beach. I'm t- taking recommendations as well. Maybe up on Twitter at Heath SR. Oh, they have. Let's a, see what Jameis is Tell up me to. where I should go.
2: They have a great field of breweries. It's called Bush Gardens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bush Gardens.
3: Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens. Yes, the music part. Yeah, I won't be going to Bush Gardens.
2: Uh, from Noah, I need to keep three in a PPR league with a flex: Le'Veon Bell, Joe Mixon. James Connor, Michael Thomas, and Patrick Mahomes. Alright, we're not gonna keep Mahomes. Bell, Mixon, Connor, Michael Thomas. Pick three in PPR.
3: Thomas Connor Mixon. Agreed. Same.
2: Thomas Connor Mixon. From Matt, half PPR league with six keepers? I am keeping Mixon, Gordon, Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, and Devontae Adams. Ooh, bravo. Who should I keep as my sixth keeper? Chris Godwin, Calvin Ridley, Cortland Sutton, Tyler Boyd, or Jordan Howard?
0: Godwin.
1: I don't think this is an easy one at all. No. Because I think you can make the case for Godwin. I think you can make the case for Boyd. And I think the pedigree would probably favor Ridley the most of this group. Uh, real, oh, I, Ridley's the youngest. Had a great year last year. I'd love, I'd love to see him stay involved in the offense. I'd love to see Tyler Boyd stay in his role. Tyler Boyd was we, so good. <laughs> he really was. Yeah. And I I don't think they're going to take that job away from him. If anything, I think that that offense will cater to him a little bit more. I'm going to say Boyd. It's not going to be popular, but that's the one I'm keeping of those three.
0: Godwin's younger than Ridley. Is it really? Right here. For I'm me, kidding. it comes down to and Boyd's Boyd gotta and,
3: be the oldest. Boyd and Godwin. I think I think Ridley may take
0: a small step back from what he did last year. Godwin's younger than Boyd too. Um I'm it's half PPR. Is Godwin like seventeen? What's going on? <laughs> and he's twenty three. The other two are twenty four. I'm gonna go with Godwin.
2: How is Calvin Ridley twenty four?
0: Not that I'm doubting you, but that's Well when weird. you when you get to Alabama you age five years.
2: <laughs> he was born
3: twenty four <laughs> years ago and he's had twenty four birthdays. Twenty four years makes ago. Him 24.
0: That was
2: like 20. a pirate. <laughs> okay. Not like a pirate. It wasn't like a pirate at all. It was like, uh, what was it? 24 years ago. It was like an Irishman. All right. This is from Adam from a city in California that can't beat Boston. I guess that would be Los Angeles. Dear Matt, Trey, Danny, and the Garrett. South Park creators. No. Well, the first two. Uh, Patriots? I like, think this is a Boston-centric email. So Danny Woodhead, Garrett Blunt. I don't know who Matt who No,
1: Matt? no. It's Matt Patricia,
2: oh. Trey Flowers, Danny Amendola, uh, and Garrett Blunt. Okay.
1: What I, do they have in common? They are all not on the team anymore. And what team are three of them on now and one of them was on last year with another one of them?
2: The Lions. Yes. There you go. I'm the commissioner of a sort of keeper-slash-dynasty hybrid league, 10-team league, top six make the playoffs. One rule we have in place to prevent tanking. The consolation playoffs play for the first four picks in the following year's rookie draft. Uh, Seventh place gets the first pick. Tenth place gets the fourth pick. So this was an email. People want to know, you know, how do you stop tanking? Should you stop tanking? So this is one way to do it. You do a consolation playoff bracket, and in Adams League, the winner of that gets the first pick in the rookie draft. And that's actually that's I love it. really cool. Hate.
0: I hate it. Why?
2: Because if
3: it's really a dynasty league, then you should be able to tank. And if you have a really bad team, you should. Uh, I, I play in a dynasty league that Scott White has set up for baseball. And it's a 24-team league. And he does like this very, very elaborate bracket like this at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You could have the worst team in the league and get the 14th pick in the
1: rookie draft. That stinks. Just because your team's so terrible. Well, but, you can still tank and be in a consolation bracket and still set a lineup and try and compete as best as you can in the consolation bracket. But
3: who is that benefiting?
1: By major, Well, if you win the consolation bracket, it benefits
3: who you. Who is it benefiting by? Pick. once
1: the season's over?
0: I think it's and hard, I'm though, in a league that that's deep. It's hard because if yeah. your team is that terrible and you lose the consolation bracket, then you're getting screwed. But if you're doing just right. the, the bottom four teams.
3: Right. I just don't know. Even in this system, the playoffs have started. These teams wouldn't normally be playing. Who is it benefiting that I'm? you're making me try with my terrible team in the playoffs?
1: Against the playoff teams. I agree. You're not playing the playoff team. No, you're playing the other bad teams. You're playing the bad teams. In a consolation bracket, you play the other bad teams. That's what But then is. how do you end up with the 14th pick? No, because oh, he's talking it, about Scott's. I'm just talking about this one now. I'm not it, talking about that at the Oh, okay.
3: One. Just this one. I just don't know who benefits from these bad
1: teams trying in the playoffs. It's the best bad team that benefits the most.
2: I think it's not about trying in the playoffs. It's about, you know, having a roster that's not so bad in the regular season that it can't win the consolation bracket.
0: Sure, but I, I see Heath's point of, you know, let's just say your team is just not just awful, but you're in rebuilding mode. And then you you know the the decent players that you do have they get hit by injuries so now you go into this playoff system and you have no chance of winning it so you instead of getting the top pick which you should be awarded or at least have the potential to be awarded you're now getting penalized by being the fourth pick and so as we know in rookie sure. drafts that may it's a huge not deal. End to being the fourth best player
1: well but if, if, if that's the case then you can't say you're tanking you just got hit with some bad injuries
0: right but then you're getting penalized in this sit in this playoff system to Heath's point of you have no chance of recovering because you can't win the team tournament. I so, would feel
1: bad for you if that happened, but I think that it's, I think it's perfectly fine to have a console a, a consolation. Bracket. I
2: am against all consolation brackets. So Heath, uh, how do you feel about the new NBA lottery rules? Um,
3: I don't know that I, I, I think I, they changed the percentages. Oh,
2: Huge. The, yeah. top, the bottom um, three teams now all have a 14% chance to get the first pick. And then, like, the eighth-place team might have, like, a 10% chance. It's it's going to be a totally I, up on grabs. I, like, this year,
3: the great thing about it is it lowered the chances of the Knicks getting Zion. So yeah. I think we're all winners.
2: No, that that's the, you want the Knicks to get Zion if you like the NBA. Like, you want a star in New York.
3: No, I don't. I New would York. like for them to be the worst team in the league repeatedly. Zion's
0: going to the Lakers.
2: It I, it sucks. The Knicks finally are bad enough to be the worst team and it's the the fourteen no, percent chance. No one no one
3: wants the Knicks to be good.
2: We'd have to disagree with that. Okay, couple more emails here and we'll wrap up. This is from Sean. Where's Sean from?
1: Alfalfa County, Oklahoma.
2: In a half PPR league with two wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. Who do I keep? Evan Ingram, Tyler Lockett, or Calvin Ridley—I can only keep one. Evan Ingram, Tyler Lockett, Calvin Ridley. Ingram, Ingram. That's the one. This is Mike, originally from a Sask- uh, originally from a city in Saskatchewan, Canada.
1: I think the uh, Saskatoon.
2: Yeah, is that's, that's what the one. It is. Yeah,
1: that's like the. Biggest, there's got to be bigger cities in Saskatchewan than Saskatoon. Well, you
2: were right. He put it in parentheses, Saskatoon.
1: That's why I said
2: Saskatoon. Okay. <laughs> hey, Adam's Wallet, Cat, and Au Pair. Keep three of the following. I'll keep all three of them. My Wallet, my Cat, and my Au Pair. Uh, 12-team PPR league, two receivers, two running backs, tight end flex. So pretty normal. All right, keep, uh, keep three of these. Kenny Galladay in the 10th round. Chris Godwin in the 7th. Aaron Jones in the 7th. Evan Ingram in the 13th. And Jordan Howard in the 11th. Pete Prisco, cheers.
0: This is easy. I mean, Ingram and Galladay for sure.
2: Aaron, I'd take Aaron Jones over Godwin. Right? Yeah. So.
3: I think you should. Yeah, y- yeah I would go Galladay, Jones, and Ingram.
2: That's going to do it for Fantasy Football today. we got a draft coming up on Thursday. We're going to talk about it on Friday. Dave, Jamie, Heath, thank you guys. Have you ever been to Moose Jaw in Saskatchewan? I haven't, but. Sounds like a cool place. They sing a fun song in Moose Jaw. Oh, yeah? What is it? It goes. Na 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 na, na na na-na-na. na 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 na